A couple of months ago, I myself experienced 10 hours of contractions because eight weeks ago, I gave birth to my son. I was so excited when one of the producers contacted me about contractions, the podcast. I was seven months pregnant and editing a podcast about delivering babies. I mean, come on, life does not get any better than that when you are a podcast editor. Well, except for having the baby, of course. You're listening to Contractions, a podcast about the politics of midwifery. As an editor, I love podcasts. And as a mom of four, I have different experiences with midwifery. That's why I love working on this project. My name is Vinnie Taylor, and I would like to introduce to you the producers of this podcast, Rodante van der Waal and Inga Torstensen. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Vinnie. Just one thing, due to the distance, Inga is in Iceland and Rodante and I are in the Netherlands. And of course, due to COVID-19, we're all in our own home and we're recording this podcast remotely and not in a studio. So that's the, the technical part. Before we talk about the content of the podcast, Rodante and Inga, you're both midwives. What's the most beautiful part of your profession, Inga? Uh, I think it's the privilege to be present with parents through this whole thing. And uh, also you have a lot of uh, opportunities to make and have influence. And that's really nice to be there and be present through this huge moment of their lives. Do you have any children, Inga? Yeah, I have one son. He's 10 months. So not long ago you were having contractions also. Yeah. <laughs> And Rodante, do you have any children? No, I don't. What do you think is the most beautiful part of your profession? Um, well, in um, of course, it's a bit of an open door now to say I think the contractions are the most beautiful part in the sense um, when you see a woman sort of affirming that she's going to give birth and uh, gaining all her strength to do it, being determined to do it, that is one of the most yeah empowering and powerful things I ever saw a human do. So for me, that is, um, yeah, every time uh, breathtaking. I also think one of the most beautiful moments is when you have a couple during birth and you can see the really strong bond between them and that this, the birth is like bringing them closer to each other and they experience something so huge and you can see it's, uh, it's going to change their lives. So that's really magical. As a mom, it's also, I mean, the first time I gave birth, It was so, it felt like a force of nature. There was nothing I could do. You know, the baby had to get out. It, you, you, you know, it was going to hurt. It's, it's so much pain, but it's also really rewarding. Um, I, I feel. And the experiences I had with midwives were, it's nice to have your partner with you there, but it's nice if someone holds your hand during the whole process. Yeah, and I think as a midwife, it is very special, or that's maybe also what I meant. It's very special to be uh, with a woman giving birth and going through that. And, you know, I, of course, I didn't give birth myself. So actually, I do not know what she's really experiencing. But to be able to go through somebody with that, uh, women who give birth are also very open. They have less uh, filters. I always have the idea. So they're very direct. They tell you what you want. And you're able to form like a very intimate connection uh, really quickly with somebody that you do not know that well. So that is, uh, yeah, very special. Yeah. 
I also think that is one form of nature because uh, it's just instinct to be like open because you have to be direct about what you need. Exactly. Yeah. You can read so many books or hear so many stories about giving birth, but you know, the real thing, it's something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm really, I was really happy to have someone there to hold my hand and tell me everything and keep calm and someone I could yell to and not feel, not feel really guilty because she, she told me just get it out and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Rodante, you're both midwives. What's the difference between midwifery in Iceland and in the Netherlands? Um, yeah, I think, well, uh, the difference I think is that in the Netherlands is one of the last countries that really has a system of independent midwifery. Uh, so midwives working in the Netherlands, they don't work for the hospital and also not inside of the hospital. So we work at uh, women's homes, women who want to give home uh, birth at home, or we go with women towards the hospital to sort of rent a room there uh, so the woman can give birth there. So we are really, um, really independent and that is quite rare worldwide. So I think that's probably the main difference also with, uh, with midwifery in Iceland. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the uh, most of the births are uh, on hospital or connected to the hospital on uh, birth units or health health clinics uh, connected to the hospital. But we have one freestanding birthing unit, and um, the home births have been rising, but they are still a really low percent of all of the births. So I think what is common about midwifery everywhere is that midwives are with women during labor. They support women through labor. They see what Inga just said, the transition that parents go through while being in labor. They see the change in their relationship and they support couples through that. Um, so in that sense, it is a less medicalized medical profession than all the other ones because a big part of it is to uh, go through that with women together. So I think that is the common denominator for midwifery everywhere. And then I think what is also common is that exactly that thing, that essence of what a midwife is, that is also threatened everywhere by either the medical system, by capitalism, by workload, etc. Um, and what the podcast tries to do is to tackle the ways in which this essence of being with women is threatened and how to resist that. So there's a lot of different uh, styles, different cultures of midwifery everywhere, but also a, a big common denominator you just told us. I think mid midwives everywhere are so passionate about uh, about their profession. But continuing on with the theme of the podcast, uh, in your written statement about this podcast, you said, every pain brings us closer to better birth. What do you mean when you say better? What's wrong with giving birth today? in today's society? Um, so I think there is a lot wrong with giving birth today. Um, not for everybody, because of course, 
there are people who can give birth really well. But worldwide, we have a big problem uh, with violence during childbirth against women, uh, with women not giving birth the way they want to give birth. A lot of women have a traumatic experience of childbirth um, and they, yeah, they suffer from, um, from PTSS after giving birth. So apparently, in a way, you know, childbirth becomes safer. So the outcomes become, become better. Maternal and neonatal mortality rates are lower and lower. But we don't have enough, uh, attention for the experiences of women while giving birth. So women are giving birth physically more safe, but not emotionally more safe. So a better birth. What do you mean with emotionally? With emotionally, I mean that they feel hurt, that they feel supported, that they feel like they did it themselves. Now a lot of women still feel neglected or out of control or that the, the doctor delivered them off their baby instead of that they gave birth to their baby actively. And also a lot of midwives are, are burned out, also have um, traumatic experiences of childbirth. Uh, midwives are in a lot of countries a group that has the biggest secondary uh, trauma um, from their from their work in medical professions. So something in this women supporting women during birth uh, and women giving birth doesn't go well um, because there isn't enough time, there is not enough t attention for the emotional or the psychological part. Inga? Yeah, I think there's always uh, room to make improvements. And I think uh, now, like Rodanta said, when the outcome that we are measuring is always getting better and better, the um, physical outcome of the mother and baby, then we have room for uh, making the emotional outcome even better. So I think that's what we want to discuss in our podcast. That is that we are neglect neglecting one side of this whole phase uh, by only focusing on the physical outcomes, the medical outcome. And then we're neglecting, I think, not, not only women, but also midwives. And I think that is what is also important in our podcast, that it is really a podcast for midwives, also about not only what we do wrong to women, but also what we do wrong to ourselves. Like, why is it that so many midwives are burned out or leave their profession early or cannot do it anymore? Yeah, I think that's a good point because uh, what we learn about midwifery, we can't always practice in our jobs. Yeah. So it can be really frustrating being a newly graduated midwife and start working and realize that uh, the environment is totally different, uh, the working environment, than the idea of midwifery. Yeah. So how is this podcast going to help better international midwifery? Rodante? The idea of the podcast is that every episode is a contraction. Um, what we always say to women is that every contraction brings your baby closer. They're difficult, they're painful, but actually you need every contraction because they're the force that's going to birth your child. So in the same idea, this is also, we talk about difficult problems, about, about obstetric violence, about racism, about the workload that is, that is too big. But we need to work through these political problems that's, um, that are almost present everywhere in the world, although in different forms, but mostly they are present. So we need to work through them and we need to do that together. We need to do that internationally. And when we work through these problems, when we think about them, when we analyze them, when we learn from each other how to practically resist them, then 
a better birth or better midwifery uh, can come closer. So that's the idea. Five episodes, five contractions. Yeah, so this is the first season. This is the, <laughs> this is the start. <laughs> yeah, so every episode, every contraction brings us closer to solving this problem of how we want to practice. <laughs> and what was your personal motivation to become part of this project? Inga? I think uh, when you are given the opportunity to speak to midwives from another countries. Uh, like through this project, the twinning project, uh, or on conferences, you realize when you speak to midwives that you have the same problems. And uh, I think when we sat down to do this podcast and realized that we had so many similar problems and took the interviews with the midwives and realized that and, uh, midwives from all over the world have similar problems, then it motivates you to uh, do this, like make this thing that we can own together. And uh, yeah, that's really, it's empowering to be part of it and hopefully to be able to yeah. empower other midwives as well. And you, Rodante, what's your personal motivation? I mean, in a way, it's like um, a very excuse to talk to all kinds of cool midwives internationally. So that is <laughs> the secret personal motivation. Um, no, but most important, yeah. of course. <laughs> No, I think um, my personal motivation is more that I'm I'm also thinking about what goes wrong in the way that we uh, relate to birth uh, as a culture. And I, you try to think it through, you try to make an analysis of it. And then I learn a lot from the analysis that other midwives, and we interviewed midwives who were mostly also academics um, or activists, um, yeah, to see what is the analysis that they make. And everybody has their own perspectives and their own entry points. Um, yeah. So I learned a lot from the way they thought and the way they saw the problem of birth in the world today. So um, what do you hope people will learn uh, when they listen to the first season of Contractions? I hope that people will um, learn that the problems that we have are everywhere, but are also very specific to our situations and that it is worthwhile to make a good analysis of the problems and a good strategy, how to fight them, that we should listen to each other. And also maybe most importantly is that although the job is hard, all these midwives that we interviewed didn't lose their passion and also not their motivation and their determinacy to make this better. So I hope that um, it will be both informative and empowering. Yeah, I think it will. I hope it will help them to listen to stories and uh, relate to them. And I think it's really good to be confirmed that you're not alone with your problems. And uh, that's why we wanted to start this dialogue. So I hope uh, that people will have this or midwives will have affirmation that they they are facing similar problems. But um, if people like parents or just people are listening, I think it would like really open their eyes to what how broad midwifery actually is. And we also really want to encourage other midwives who hear the podcast to contact us and share their story because maybe we can feature it in a next contraction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, Inga. And Rodante, I look forward to the podcast and to the stories. Do you have some advice for the people who are going to binge listen your podcast? 
Be like a true midwife. Be with the contractions. Sit through them. Listen to them. Try to understand. <laughs> be well willing <laughs> and encouraging. <laughs> yeah, but without medication. Exactly. No, no, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Inga and Rodante. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>